Hello and welcome everybody to Flickr Effect episode 326. We are recording this and streaming live on Sunday, April 5th, 2020. I'm David Lotz. Joining me this episode is Bobby Jackson. Hey, what's up? You can actually see me now. We can see you. This is insane. The man, the myth, the legend. There he is. Thank you, thank you. (laughs) Also with us, Yasha Wilson. Hey, 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 everybody. Hope everybody's doing well today. Staying safe and healthy. And last but not least, of course, Michelle Hillard. Hi, everybody. Hello. Hello, hello, Happy, Happy day after first contact. Woo! Yeah, we, uh, <laughs> you got excited today, Michelle, because you thought it was first contact day and I didn't know. So I'm like, oh, cool. It's first contact day. And I go and I'm like, oh, I don't think I own first contact. Uh, it was like five bucks to buy yeah. in, in app on Apple. So I bought it, started watching <laughs> it. And then I'm like, realized, hey, we're a day late. <laughs> it was the fourth. Yeah. First contact uh, was yesterday and quarantine's got me all, I don't know what day it is. And so I, I thought first contact day was today and it was yesterday, but you know, whatever. What was that, Bobby? Did you buy it because you just wanted to own it or could you not have watched it? I like, just wanted to own it. I own most of the, I've been slowly okay. buying most of the Star Trek movies, uh, digital copies of them when they randomly go really cheap on yeah on itunes whatever it's called now i mm. guess what itunes isn't the proper name for it anymore but uh anyway when apple sells them really cheap i've been buying them and then yeah i love music was, yeah no not apple music there's apple video oh. i thought I don't, I, don't, know. I don't know anyway well, from apple i bought it from apple right um, and uh yeah i've been slowly buying them when i saw it was five bucks because i thought maybe it was in something like either i don't know if C- cps all access doesn't have the films they just have the television shows right they have the films i oh, think they do because yeah. yeah i didn't realize okay yeah yeah because i watched for contact randomly like i feel like a few months ago on something streaming i clearly did right um but yeah yeah, so yeah, I'm a bad Trekkie. I lost track of time with this quarantine. <laughs> but, yeah, yesterday. Oh, well. Losing track of a lot of things with And the then what, what is Rex Manning Day is what this week? Wednesday! <laughs> Rex Manning Day! <laughs> the best day! I know you guys are like, I don't know what she's talking uh, Bobby about. Bobby has a look yeah, like he doesn't I'm even not, know what Rex I'm Manning Day is. Like, with, I feel like we no. went over this <laughs> last year. But I'll go over it again really quick. Yeah. So the Let's movie from the oh, night. But yeah, yeah, exactly. The teen movie from the nineties. <laughs> uh, 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 Empire Records. It's one of my favorite movies. It's like okay. a teen angsty kind of sort of coming of age because there is some like adulting that happens with the teenagers. Um, but they work at this record store in I think North Carolina or South Car- North Carolina. And I didn't realize that's where what, in the Carolinas. It's filmed actually in the same city that they filmed Dawson's Creek. True story. Um, so the the record store is in financial ruin, and this company is going to buy it and change it into a big mega record store. But it's a small town record store, and they like it cool and eclectic and weird, and not you know corporate you know whatever. Anyways. These are these are 1990s problems that we all know we don't have today. Um, so uh, weird things happen. But the, the point of the day that they're focusing in on that day, this kind of like old school 
kind of a hack musician shows up and his name is Rex Manning and he's literally just going to the record store to sign records um and so it's it's officially it's Rex Manning day but the real day is April the 8th so every April 8th is Rex Manning day and you just I don't know as a nerd okay. that's kind of I don't know I, I celebrate Rex Manning day. I respect your knowledge it's, I respect your knowledge Michelle it's really weird <laughs> I and I know it is but I know I'm not alone in my my love of Rex Manning Day. And last year we actually watched Empire Records on Rex Manning Day and it's probably going to happen again this year. What day of the week is it? The 8th? Wednesday. So Wednesday? Maybe. <laughs> David's already trying to think of a way not to watch it. I own a copy. I mean, it's, I like the movie. Say no more. I worked Morning in a record store. More. Though I worked in the record store that was the behemoth that took it well. Mine didn't take over anything, but it was a behemoth record store. It wasn't. wasn't this is Virgin. Yeah, I worked at a Virgin mega store. Yeah. Okay. Oh, did you? I worked at Blockbuster Music for a period of time. Nice. <laughs> wow. wow. Blockbuster Music. Yeah. Nice. If the gray doesn't date me, that little tidbit of history will. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like I hmm. even date myself just enjoying Rex Manning Day. But, you know, whatever. I'm a 90s kid. I was born in the early 80s. Grew up in the what was the other one called that was pretty big? Tower. Uh, it's Tower Records. Tower. No, um, not that one. Um, warehouse. 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 Yes. Yeah, yes. Warehouse. Yeah. Warehouse. I went to Warehouse too. That I was, didn't work there, but I went there a lot. Warehouse was really popular hmm. in the West Coast. Basically, if you got towards okay. Mountain Time and then over, but I know that it's not a big thing that was over here on the East Coast. Yeah, I'm not even familiar okay. with Warehouse. Wasn't it? Wasn't an East Coast yeah. Central East Coast? Maybe oh. it was a Central thing, but East Coast definitely it didn't. Warehouse it, Music, man. Yeah, that Warehouse, was a great store. Warehouse yeah. was a big one. A I remember going store. to Denver for that one when I was younger. Go to Denver to go to Warehouse. We're going to the mall today. You know what's at the mall? Malls. <laughs> We're going all. to the mall. We're going to warehouse. <laughs> so, how is quarantine week? What week are we on now? Week three. I think. Is it two? three or two? End of week two. Two. Well, I think for you guys, you're on like maybe three four. for some people. I think for California, yeah, you, you guys are on like on... four, right? I mean, I guess it depends on when you kind of qualify it because yeah yeah, because i think la county may have started a little bit before orange county and there's kind of like people who even once it started still were maybe working in the office and weren't stay at home yet so it's all within at least a month to three weeks i I guess somewhere around there well anyway how's it going for everybody so far (laughs) Like, what's new? What's new at home life while we hang out and watch things um, and drink? And Oh, the, yeah. the consumption of alcohol has been extensive. <laughs> yes, that is that is a thing. That is definitely a thing. Much more. Um, guys- I actually just finished a happy hour with some friends. Nice. <laughs> Have you seen the meme that's like, I've gone out for the, the third time this week for my two-month quarantine refresh? <laughs> Sorry, I haven't seen that one. It's all about like going out, (laughs) going out to get more alcohol for you know you're you're replenishing what's supposed to last you for Mm. a while. You're like turn my third time out this week. I think the meme that seemed to really you reacted to the most, Michelle, was the one of the coffee handing off to the alcohol like a like a like a champ. Go watch him call it race. Mm. Say, uh, like a relay race. Yeah, relay. That's the, the word girl. I was trying to yeah, think. Yeah, the cup, of, the cup of coffee, handing the baton off to the, the glass of wine. Yeah, 
that, that doesn't get you right I there. I would like to see that. I will send I it to like you. I would like to see that if you have that. I will send, send it to you. Me. I would like to see it's, that. It's very like, yeah, that's that's what's happening. I have coffee till about noon, and then at some point in the afternoon, it switches over. Oh, I don't even have coffee in the morning anymore because I'm able to sleep in a little bit now oh, okay. since I'm not driving. You're like, far. I'm good. But I, yeah, I wake up, I go do a little exercising, and then I, um, We'll have lunch and well, hey, if it's after 12, <laughs> totally fine. So I've gotten in the habit of having a beer for lunch uh, just about every day. Yep. Um, maybe not every, maybe not every day, but I have beer for lunch. And then I'll have maybe some wine at dinner or something a little stiffer. Um, yeah, it's it's delightful. That's what's happening. Have yeah. you guys seen the YouTube video? I think it initially was a TikTok, but then now YouTube has it. And this guy, he's literally just going, walking around like his neighborhood and it's recycling day. And he's just taking shots of the recycling bins and they're all just full of wine bottles and liquor bottles and beer bottles. Like there's just everyone he's just walking by. He's like, yep, <laughs> yep, yep. That's like, awesome. And he's like, I know it doesn't normally look like this. I go on this walk with my dog like every every single day. And he's like, in the weeks prior to this, you know, there'd be the random house. that You'd be like, oh, they had people over. I get that. But he's like, this is literally every bin. <laughs> it's just full of bottles for recycling. He's like, we're super in quarantine on my street. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. insane. It's like a perfect, perfect time for people who you see them all the time when they're at stores or gas stations and they're looking in the trash can trying to get the recyclables. It's a perfect time for those type of people to start, oh, you know, yeah. uh, going can, down the streets. Like the and can just, crushers and stuff and people that collect yeah. and turn it in oh, yeah. for five bucks. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Ah. It's a perfect time for that. Well... Uh, other than drinking, I think we've all been watching stuff. <laughs> uh, I, I've actually seen a few things this week. Things that don't really need to get brought up all that much. Like, for instance, uh, I had a movie night with the kids on, um, what was it? Friday, Friday. night. Friday night. And we watched uh, Detective Pikachu, which I never saw in the theater. And I was interested in seeing. I just, it, it never happened. Um, I'll just say real quick, I thought the movie was cute like i'm not a big pokemon guy like i didn't really grow up with pokemon not i'm familiar with the world mainly through pokemon go because i have off and on played that game and that's really my experience with that world pretty much in a nutshell um and the movie uh looked good it was a nice little movie i think it was just it was a good movie for kids maybe the kind of big bad kind of thing the kind of finale act three finale was kind of eh, whatever for me but overall i enjoyed it and uh but that that's probably the one thing i watched this week that was just kind of like yeah whatever what did you think of it michelle you watched it yeah and i'm i'm like you i didn't see it in the theaters and um yeah, I watched it, and I, I, I honestly, I hate to just be exactly what you said, but I, I echo your thoughts. I thought it was a cute film. I think that um, younger audiences probably really enjoy it, and audiences that are a little more familiar with Pokemon will enjoy it. You know, it's one of the rare films of Ryan Reynolds that kids can really watch. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> 
um, and enjoy his his way he delivers his humor, and it's totally safe and okay. Um, I'm 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 kind of familiar with Pokemon. It, I was I think I was in age group just out of where it was targeting when Pokemon really blew up here in the United States with the cards and the game and everything. So I just. I just kind of, I don't know, I feel like from my age group at the same time, Magic the Gathering was kind of happening. And so I tried to get into that and Pokemon, I was like, yeah, it's for younger kids. And as far as card games go, I think that's where I kind of lie. So I, I'm knowledgeable of them, but I know a few of their names, but I don't know a ton about it. But the movie is cute, but I, it was really not very impressed although i will say some of this the cgi work was really impressive like yeah all the pokemon look yeah good the pokemon they they look like they they're in there they are really in that world they live there they're a part of it they are really interactive with it i thought that that was really good and yeah like the the living terrarium world when that started happening i was like this is impressive this is impressive it was almost like inception impressive how they were doing that and i was like oh wow it was a, it was a cool scene i will say i was like oh wow this is almost like the way you know in inception like the world's bend and fold there's a scene that's kind of like that where the earth is kind of doing things it was it was pretty cool i was like i'll, I'll give it to him for that but otherwise it was it's not a bad film it's definitely a kid's film there's other kids films that i get way more excited about though so right yeah anyways that was that's Detective yeah, that was Detective Pikachu. Um, and then I watched, and you saw for a second time, Emma. Yes. Um, Emma. Emma, yes. The the movie, you, you caught it in theaters. That was your last catch, I think, before theaters were basically done for. I think that actually was um, my last movie theater film. Right. Act. Yeah, you know what? That was. Oh, dang. Yeah, Sorry, I, I think that was that. the last thing you saw in theaters. I really wanted to catch it in theaters and didn't. Um, that was one of those paying 20 bucks to rent for two days situations. And I did even still hesitate when I finally pulled the trigger. I was like, oh, man, 20 bucks, two days. Like, I just bought a movie for 20 bucks. And even then, I'm like, uh, like, but hey, movie theaters aren't open. I want to see this. So I did it. Um, Emma was... Uh, it was quite good. <laughs> um, it was weird in that I'm not familiar with that story. I never saw the, what was it, the Gwyneth Paltrow, Emma? Mm-hmm. I, n- I never saw that. So I'm not, I'm familiar with the story mainly through Clueless. That's the right. sad That's fact how a for lot me. of guys actually know it. Um, and as I'm watching the movie, <laughs> I'm sitting there trying to relate, like, who is this character from Clueless? <laughs> <laughs> like... Which is really bad. Uh, oh, not really bad. It's, it's just not. And the other fact is that movie, it looks incredible. <laughs> like, I told you. It, it, the the cinematography, the production design, just the overall aesthetic of that film was just gorgeous to look at. That camera is in love with Anya Taylor-Joy. Like she yes. just looks incredible in this movie. Everybody looks great. Everything in the movie looks great. So when you're watching a movie where you're really having to pay attention to all the dialogue to kind of catch everything that's happening, all these different names, I had a hard time doing that because I just kind of got sucked into looking at the movie. Like I didn't even really need to need to understand what was happening in it. I just enjoyed watching it. <laughs> so, uh, but the movie was good. I want to see it again. 
Yeah. I feel like with the second viewing, you said this, Michelle, maybe like you felt like you caught things in the second showing for you that you didn't catch the first time. And I'm curious to see it again for that same reason. But the movie was was very good. I, I highly recommend seeing it. It's a bummer that I didn't get to see it like in, you know, in a huge theater. I don't it's not like I probably would have had a chance to see anything like Dolby Cinema, but that's unfortunate because it would look incredibly good in a movie theater like that. So it was, it was pretty stupid. Yeah, I, I liked the movie a lot. And I mean, you've talked about the movie before, Michelle, unless you want to add anything else to your second showing of it. Um, no, I think I just again, the second showing, I feel like there was a few other things I kind of picked up on because, yeah, the dialogue is true to the novel. You kind of get lost in 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 what they're saying a little bit and you really have to pay attention sometimes and it's not quite like listening to watching Shakespeare but it's still you you really need to pay attention to some of the words they're saying because they use a lot of words that aren't necessarily necessary in a sentence like they're almost saying the same word they're saying different words with the exact same meaning in the in the sentence and so you're Mm -hmm. kind of like did he just say basically the same thing but using three words to say the same word Yes, that's exactly what just happened. <laughs> it's 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 over explanation of it's 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 the floral sh- floral f- flowering of the the dialogue, and so sometimes you can get lost in the embellishments that are happening, but it's still beautiful to listen to and to watch. Um, I think, and I enjoyed it the first time, but Bill Nighy's performance as the dad, it just watching again, I was just like, I love this guy. He's a treasure, and. The way that he uh, depicts this character, and it's just—it's really a delight to watch. And yeah, obviously, Anna Taylor Joy is just she's captivating. She, she is—I mean, the best way to put it is she's like light itself in this film. She's just glows, and it—and she's just—it's—it's it's impressive to watch. Um, but no, I, I really enjoyed it, and it's definitely gonna be one that I'll keep watching on repeat my life throughout randomly yeah it's a good one emma two thumbs up emma i would also give it two thumbs up if, if that's how we actually well, that's rated too our bad. movies that's too bad why is that yeah well i mean it's too bad that you paid twenty dollars and you only got it for two days oh yes that part is too it. bad so because there's been other movies recently like that i was like well i'm buying i'm paying for it 20 bucks to buy it i haven't watched it yet but at least I own it. Yeah, this movie, it's like, yeah. I, I, you would ask Michelle, like, hey, have I heard anything about how soon it's going to be available to purchase? And oh yeah. No, I, I'm, I haven't heard oh, anything. Okay. Which, yeah, maybe if it, if I knew it was going to be like in a month, maybe I would have just held off from watching it at all. But yeah, because I said that just before you clicked the official like rent, rent me now button. I was like, so yeah. just to be sure this isn't just coming out like in like five days, because if it is, we'll just wait. <laughs> I was like, just to make sure you're not like no, lighting I, money on fire. I was pretty confident it's not that but, soon. It's probably a little ways off for them to still be renting sure. it, a two day yeah. rental at $20 because it's a movie that was in theaters when all of this went down. Yeah. Um, I, no, there's no way they would be releasing it in a week to purchase but i mean i say that i guess you never know but i'd right. be very shocked uh, but you don't regret uh, yeah, i'd be shocked you don't regret renting it at all do you no no i don't i do not regret renting it <laughs> I, I thought so. it was very good it would be nice though if they had some way of keeping track of these type of movies that aren't available for purchase yet and once you rent it if you were able to then get some sort of credit towards the purchase 
if they were to discount it somehow. So like you wouldn't have to pay 20 bucks when it comes out again. Maybe it's like five bucks extra on top of the, since you already rent, rented it or something. I don't know. It'd like be they, nice if they were doing that. No, it'd, be, it'd be cool. Like, yeah, if they gave you like a 20% code that when you go to buy it, they'd be like, do you have a discount code? You could be like, as a matter of fact, I do. I have a 20% discount code from when I rented it a month ago. Yeah. I, I've said that before when I have rented things yeah. on Apple which is what I usually use to buy movies digitally. Uh, you know, the times we movies finally become available to rent. I've never watched it before and I'm paying four to five bucks to rent it. I've always said, I'm like, man, it would be nice after the movie's over. If I really loved it and wanted to own it, then my five bucks could go toward the $20 purchase and then, okay, cool. I'll pay the rest of the 15 bucks. And that's, I've never seen that as an option on any of the services. But it sounds so brilliant, though. It's it's you know they have rent me now, buy me now. You rent it for four ninety nine, and it's purchasable for nineteen ninety nine. You watch the whole film at the end. It's like, would you like to purchase me now for fourteen ninety nine? Well, yes, I enjoy that film a lot. I would certainly be glad to purchase it for the remaining amount of the money. Right. Sure. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Um. Streaming services. They need to get on this. They do. Who is their head of marketing? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and before Tell I just go show. down a list of other things that uh, I've watched, uh, Yasha, you watched anything this week? New? I did. I did watch a few things. I watched, um, I watched Coffee and Kareem, which was not great. Uh, <laughs> Ed Helms, Ed Helms, and Taraj P Henson. Um, who I do thoroughly enjoy both of their work. Um, saw the trailer for this movie and I was just like, oh, hey, you know, let me go ahead and uh, give this a shot. You know, fuck it. You know, it's like I'm stuck at home. Why not? You know, it's on Netflix. It's free. Whatever. Watched it. Uh, David Allen Greer is also in the movie. Uh, like I said, it was not good. Um, it was quite disappointing, actually. Um, I was just not impressed like i really hate to say that it's just, it's just like you know what this is a fantastic movie to just put on the background i guess and barely pay attention and you'll still hmm. manage to follow it it's very predictable very cheesy very corny um honestly it kind of even just looks like maybe a cash grab for ed helms and taras p henson like i can't imagine that they're hurting for cash but maybe this is something that they did or one of the things that they were like oh maybe we'll release it but Netflix picks it up and then they decided to do that. So I watched that. Um, the other thing that I watched, and I, I forgot to mention this to you, David, but I watched Hus uh, not Hustlers. I did watch Hustlers. Let me get into that. I watched Hustlers based on Bobby Jackson's review of the film. <laughs> and this was a movie we should, we should point out first. Like you had, yeah. you had very openly didn't like resisted that you would ever, ever, ever watch this movie. Yes, I was very. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. No. Go ahead. No. Go ahead. You can keep saying it. No. 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 Keep saying it. I mean, I, I would. <laughs> no, no, no. I was just going to say, I mean, like, uh, when, I, I when you texted that. today and said that you watched Hustlers, that was definitely my shock of the day, based yeah. on how much you were against seeing this movie, no matter what anybody said about it. I forgot about yeah, that until um, right now. <laughs> yeah, I was. I didn't. I didn't realize I was like, what that, are you that was about? he pushed back. Yeah, I didn't. I, I couldn't. I guess I must have forgot that he pushed back on it. I I didn't recall that at all until oh, you yeah. just mentioned it right now. Oh, I yeah. remember. I remember talking about it. I remember seeing J Lo, and I was like, "This looks 
epically stupid, just remarkably <laughs> dumb. Just and I was not a fan of the trailer. I was I didn't even realize that Constance Wu was actually in the movie um, until I start, until we started watching it, and I was just like, this is. And, and you know what? Honestly, I didn't I didn't hate it. Uh, there were parts where I thought it was funny. I thought it was a pretty entertaining part of the show movie. Um, the storyline was pretty good. It wasn't a celebrate everything JLo type of feel, which is what I thought it was going to be. And I, I kind of enjoyed it. Like, you know, actually, I think the best way to, def- to describe it is kind of what Bobby said as well. Is just like, you know, it wasn't as bad as you think it would be. And it was enjoyable. So I watched that. Well, and then wait, the you're, last saying thing it wasn't, wanted... you're saying it wasn't as bad as you thought it would be. But I'm still, I guess, are you saying you thought it was a good movie or you, it was just better than you thought it would be, but it's still not that great? Let's go with better than I thought it would be, but it still wasn't that great. Okay. You know, okay. it was okay. I mean, it was enjoyable. On a scale of one to ten, it definitely makes it over the halfway mark to being an enjoyable film. Let's do that. All right. Like a six. You know, I'll, I'll do six, you know, right around the cusp. Do you really need to watch it? Hell no. Like, no, this is not like one of those things that where you're just like, oh, my God, you have to watch the show, the, the movie. Hmm. No, it's not that. It's not that at all. Okay. Then was there were, I did enjoy the we're more on the same page on it, I think. Yeah, I think you're on you're on the page with me yeah. and David. Yeah, I I because that movie got a lot of acclaim. Um, yeah. And a lot of people were yeah, shocked, like, hey, well, why is everyone liking this movie so much? And uh, I remember thinking it was fine, but I think it's way, yeah. way overrated, in my opinion. Definitely overhyped. Definitely overhyped. It's a fine movie. If it, and, it's on Netflix, you got something you need to watch, watch Hustlers. It's fine. It is? It's yeah. on Netflix? No, I'm saying no. if it were. I don't think it's on Netflix. Oh, oh, oh. If it was on Bobby Netflix, got yeah. so Bobby's running excited. off to the TV he to watch so it. He's no. like, add to my list. Was... Add to my list now. Logging out no, no. now. Logging out now. Going I mean, to I wish I could say that's why the excitement was there. The excitement was just because it's a recent movie and they never, Netflix no, never yeah. seems to get that type of movie on their service. It's like a year a year two years away from you know something mm-hmm. like that being on a netflix so that's why i was like oh it's on a netflix it was some more of a surprise than oh let me go check that out right now but right. yeah okay you were gonna say something else yeah. Yasha, that you watched oh yeah and the last thing that i did watch was um i watched onward uh the wow. pixar movie that basically got in the cusp of all of this I knew I was going to watch it as soon as it hit the Disney Plus channel. It was just a matter of time, and I just had to wait for it to hit the Disney Plus channel. I wasn't going to buy it, like you know, unfortunately, like Bobby did, or excuse me, David did. Oh yeah, right. it, um, it dropped on Friday, didn't it? Is yeah, this on, yeah, that's it's right. on Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's with you know Tom Holland, Chris Pratt, Julia Louise Dreyfus, Octavia Spencer, to name uh, some of the voice talent that was in this film. I liked it. It was fun. It wasn't Pixar's best movie. It was cute. Um, it was very sweet. Uh, it's just, there looks like there were so many drugs that were done to make this movie. Like, it's not even funny. <laughs> like everybody, it feels like every person that like whoever came up with that I- idea for that story. Um, if, I think it was, uh, the same writer, uh, Dan Scan- Scanlon, original story by, I don't even know what he's else he's done. I'm looking it up now, but it's just like, how high did you have to be when you, legitimately came up with the story for this for this movie like it's 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 there's a lot of drugs like that i feel like took place in this 
it reminded me of like how obscure and how random it was is like almost like the snorks does anybody remember the snorks yeah basically the smurfs of the sea like you know and i always joke with my friends yeah me too but it's like you know it's so random that's kind of how i looked at it it was just it was that random like the smurfs are really random and you know whoever thought of that definitely was tripping on acid and tripping balls on something (laughs) same thing with the snorks (laughs) But this, you know, it was cute. It was fun. There was a lot going on. It was very, very busy. Um, but at the in the end, it was a very touching story. It was a sweet story. Um, was it Pixar's one of Pixar's best? No, I don't even think it was even close. But I did enjoy it. And that's my recap. Sounds like we're on the same page there. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think uh, that was cute. based on the right. Re- no, go ahead, Bobby. Go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, I think that was based on the writer's um, personal story. Oh, really? He had like, yeah, something with his father that happened. And, you know, he translated that basically into this Pixar movie kind of thing. I did not know that. Nice. I didn't know that either. Uh, How about you, Bobby? What have you been watching this week? Uh, You know, I didn't get a chance to watch too much in terms of... (sighs) I guess maybe things that are in the zeitgeist right now, just mostly because I think I've either already talked about it on the podcast or there's nothing specifically too new to really watch. So I've just been watching some stuff that's old and something somewhat new, which is, uh, I I guess the first thing I'll talk about is this show called Dave that's on Hulu. Uh, Have you guys heard of this? I have not. I'll yes. be honest. When you said you watched I Dave have. today, I thought you like watched the movie Dave for the first time. I didn't the realize there was Bill a show. Uh, <laughs> the one with Bill Pullman. Uh, okay. Um, or no, yeah, not Bill Pullman. Not Bill um, no. Shoot. But anyway, Kevin not Klein. That. Kevin, I, Klein, Kevin yeah. Klein. I thought that was the way he was talking about. It was that movie? Oh, no. Okay. Yasha, you sound like you said you were familiar. I I have watched I think four out of the five or six episodes that they have. Yeah. Yeah, there's like five, I think. I've watched all five. I uh, binged that um, last weekend or something, or this during this week. It's pretty easy binge because they're like 30-minute episodes. And basically, yeah. um, the, the, the premise of the show is based on this rapper called Little Dicky. I don't know if you've ever heard of him, but he is this 20-year-old something kind of guy that – has these aspirations to be a rapper, but he's, he's like this white rapper kind of guy, but he's, he does sort of silly based over the top kind of rap sort of early Eminem in a way. But, um, the show is this, the way the show flows and is set up, it kind of reminds me like, of Atlanta with Donald Glover. If you like that show, it has the same sort of similar vibe to it. And, uh, I found it to be very funny. Uh, I didn't know if I'd get into it because I only know of Lil Dicky basically sort of through maybe hearing some of his stuff on the radio, but not really knowing who the guy was behind it or uh, all that familiar with the music. But you don't really have to be in order to get into the show. It kind of pulls you right into it and, and gives you that vibe. And it's a lot of different silly circumstances he gets himself into, but it's all really, I think, done in a way that feels uh, true to, I think, what his comedy leanings must be. 
and it just was fun. I, I, I laughed quite a few times throughout a lot of the episodes of the, the five episodes so far. And it, I think it's it airs weekly, maybe on Mondays or Tuesdays on Hulu. But it's if you don't have Hulu, I think it might also uh, – no, you know what? I think it might be one of those things where it, it was on FX or there was an FXX that's – if you have FXX, you can watch it there. But I think it's mostly exclusive to Hulu. So if you have that, it's uh, available and I would highly recommend it. So if Yasha, you saw it, I'm curious now, what'd you, what'd you think of it? Um, yeah, I'm not going to lie to you, uh, there, Bobby. It's kind of a similar to what you said. Um, I know a little Dickie from YouTube personality and his show's songs. He's disturbing. He, he's funny. He's quirky. He embraces how much he does not look like a rapper and he embraces it well. The show is basically about that, his him trying to become a rapper and him, his transition to being taken seriously and actually having some sort of direction or directive when it comes to that. Some of it is absolutely disgusting, but he it, it did make me laugh. I do enjoy it. I yeah. do enjoy the show. I have enough that I've watched all four episodes and then I will watch the fifth one. Like I will watch the, the I will catch up eventually because it is disturbing, but it is very much right in the line of my sense of humor because I'm twisted at times. And he's funny. Like he's really, really funny. And some of the cameos that he has with real rappers in the move in the show are, are quite funny. Like it's just him, he's almost like a sad sack that you just are rooting for. And he's it's 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 funny. Yeah, I did. I laughed a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good stuff. And so uh, check that out if you have a chance. It's it's you already got two recommendations, so that's one. To, if you haven't seen it and it's something that you'd be interested in, a good laugh right now. That that's one to go and check out. So the other thing I watched, which was something I guess relatively old, um, is the Social Network, which I had never seen. And it's been something I had wanted to see once since before it came out, but it just slipped through the cracks. And it was it was something to where I felt like once I wanted to see it, I don't think I had any kind of service at that time that was had it available because I don't think at the time I, I had something like HBO Go or anything. So I couldn't have watched it there if it was on there. I don't know when it was on there. Uh, it may have been on Netflix at some point in time before, and I just, it, I didn't think about it, but it got back on Netflix. If it, if it was on there before, or maybe if this is the first time, but it was on Netflix as of last week. And I was like, all right, now's my chance. Now's my opportunity to watch it. And, uh, I mean, what is, was there to say about it? I enjoyed it. I mean, I think most people who've seen it would echo those thoughts. It's something that feels very much like Sorkin with the writing and the way they talk. And then it's also just enjoyable from the standpoint of like, it's based on a true story. And I know at the time, I remember um, there's a lot of stuff that Mark Zuckerberg was refuting in terms of the movie, but either way, there's a lot of the stuff that, you know, happened in terms of the, the partners, quote unquote partners suing him about the whole Facebook thing and the idea and everything. So 
there was settlements made. <laughs> so some of that stuff, it, you feel like it probably went down that way. And I know, um, correct me if I'm wrong, David, uh, Sorkin has talked about it in off and on during, especially within the last year or so of like, he thinks there's enough there to make a sequel to it based on a lot of the stuff that's recently happened with Facebook itself and with uh, Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, actually, that's the first I've heard of that. I've never heard any talk about a sequel. So I've seen it when I think Sorkin was talking about some other stuff in the news at the time. It may have been when he was talking about Molly's game or, or maybe after that. But he just said, you know, with a lot of the things that Zuckerberg had been going through within the <clears> last year of like having to uh, speak before Congress and about how, you know, a lot of political stuff that was getting through on Facebook was, right. you know, the false news and, and, and just all this stuff. And he was like, yeah, I, I would see potential there for uh, making a, another movie that would be right for material. So I would definitely watch that after having seen this one, because I felt like, you know, it did kind of just barely scratch the surface and the way it's set up, it kind of, not specifically, but it, it kind of reminds me of, um, um, what was the Steve Jobs one? Uh, was it just called Steve Jobs? This is called like or Jobs. Jobs. There, was, yeah. there was two films. Jobs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the one with uh, Sorkin writing them. Um, I think his was the Jobs one, yeah. The, yeah. The well-received Kinda one. How the, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So that one was like, you know, it took place at different points in Apple's uh, history with being behind a keynote speech and those different times so the way the framing of this movie is in terms of it being framed around the trial but still filling in the backstory i like the way that it was told within that uh, narrative and so i would absolutely be on board for a sequel if they could get that team back together again yeah, I I had forgotten I'd forgotten that you hadn't seen the social network. So that was another when you mentioned that today. I was had a moment of kind of surprise. And then yeah, I do remember you you mentioned that in the past. But glad you finally watched it. And yeah, yeah, me too. That's me on too. that's on Netflix right now, right? That's where that's where you watched yes. it. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you haven't watched it, it you at Netflix, you should absolutely see that movie. In my opinion, for well, sure. What was that, Bobby? Uh, the I was just gonna say the other thing that I watched was this show that's currently on the CW in its third season. I wanted to watch it when it first premiered, but just with the gluttony of other stuff that I had, I never got a chance to watch it, but it's a show called All American. And it's about this uh, young black kid who lives in Crenshaw. He's really gifted football player, but his situation in which he lives in, it's, it's a dangerous situation. So. He gets recruited by a coach that coaches at uh, Beverly Hills School, um, played by Tay Diggs, to play at that school. And so it becomes this kind of fish out of water, and he has his feet in two different places because he ends up having to move in with the coach and the coach's family. And so he lives in Beverly Hills during the week and then still comes back and sees his mom and his little brother on the weekends. And it's the typical kind of CW uh, soapy drama with teens and, um, you know, kind of what you get. But I think there is enough of it there 
that I liked about it with the with some of the underlying messaging that's going on. And some of it is a little bit heavy handed with some of the messaging at times. But overall, there's a, a, a little bit of a, a mystery as to certain things that are going on within the this, this, this show's storyline that keeps it compelling. So I'm going to stick with it. I think I've gotten into about five or six episodes of the first season and there's two seasons like uh, on Netflix and the third season is currently airing. And I think I read that it got picked up for another season. So um, yeah, I'm enjoying it so far. I mean, it's nothing that's out there that's going to win any awards or anything, but far as just being able to sit back and have it on, it is kind of one of those shows that you guys tend to watch where you could have, it on in the background and be doing other things and still kind of keep up with it. But yeah, so far I'm, I'm pretty much into it and um, I'll, I'll, I'll keep watching. Cool. That was all American on CW, right? Yeah. Yep. yep. First two seasons on Netflix. That's uh, basically everything you've been watching this week. Better remember. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I was doing the same thing. I or Michelle and I were doing the same thing, like trying to think of. It felt like we had watched a lot more, though we've watched mm-hmm. a few things. But yeah, but yeah. Well, I'm also. I will also chime in. I've also a little over half done with uh, Ozark, season three. Oh, uh, yeah. It's been a big one for people. Okay. That watch that one. Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely enjoying it. There's parts of the the series I feel like they may have jumped the shark just a little bit, getting a little <laughs> over the top. Um, but still enjoying Jason Bateman. Laura Liney is just an amazing talent, and she's a spectacular actor. Um, one thing that I did want to uh, look up and like just kind of a, a talk, talk on, which I thought was hilarious, and Bobby, you'll probably uh, remember this, but the brother... Oh, I already knew what you were brother, about to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The brother who... Um, plays Ben. Uh, I don't remember his real name. Can you help me with his real name? Or is, um... I, I don't know it right offhand, no. Yeah. Uh, he was in... It took me a second, and I was doing this research earlier today, and it made me laugh because I was like, oh, this guy looks really familiar. Why, where do I know him from? What have I seen him in before? And Tom Pelfrey was his name. Um, and when it came to me, and when I found, finally figured it out, I was like, holy shit, this is the guy from Iron Fist, the Netflix series on Iron Fist, in which I thought he was a spectacularly horrible actor in that movie. <laughs> like, just not great. Like, over the top, just very monotone. And it was just, he was, it was not good. He was just not good. Watching him in this, I was in just completely engrossed in his character. Like I thought his character was fantastic and he did a fantastic job uh, acting and portraying this character, um, Laura Liney's uh, brother. And it was fantastic. He's doing a great job. So, but that's, uh, that's what I've been watching and been enjoying as well. I'd agree. Yeah, I'd agree. He, it's like a 180. I mean, he was oh, very 100%. stiff. And I don't know if that was the direction he was given. We already know that the showrunner wasn't really that great because he also had did uh, The Eternals on ABC. So uh, maybe <laughs> he just wasn't given good direction with uh, the, yeah. the character. But it, it wasn't good in, in that sh- in the Iron Fist show. 
but in uh, Ozarks, he is he's fire. I mean, he kills it yeah. in in his uh, acting because he's playing a character that has uh, bipolar, and so it's just he's so good, so good. He's fantastic. Like you, you can't help but get engrossed and just completely in. in in, in, in captured in his performance like he it's beautiful like it's it's very believable like bobby said it's like it's a complete 180 it's fire like it is definitely good uh michelle what have you been watching this week um so i checked out something that dropped um pretty recently on hulu which is little fires everywhere um and it's pretty it's been pretty well anticipated because it's based on um the book that was a bestseller in uh, 2017. Um, the author was Celeste Nee. I think I'm saying that right. <laughs> but it, the book was a big seller. I remember because I, I, for a while, kind of thought about reading it. I may still actually pick it up and read it soon. Um, but the story, uh, uh, Little Fires Everywhere, takes place back in 1997. Um, and it deals with a family named the Richardsons. And the head of that is Reese Witherspoon's character. And then the juxtaposition to them is uh, this mother and daughter couple that come in. And the mother is played by the wonderful Carrie Washington, um, the enigmatic Carrie Washington. She's just, oh, she's so good. (laughs) Um, So basically, she comes into their lives and... uh, yeah, the title of the show slash book is uh, extremely spectacularly perfect because basically there's just it's it's kind of in a way it's about all the little, like things that you kind of keep, every person always keeps little secrets to themselves and you know things that like your kids don't need to really know about or your spouse or best friends or neighbors like it's all these little things that like nobody really needs to know everything about every person. Well, this is like if all those little things just start coming out. <laughs> And yeah, <laughs> it's it's a drama, obviously. Um, it's I'm actually really enjoying it. Um, so Hulu dropped the first three episodes on the release date, and then the plan is to release one episode a week until it's concluded. I don't really even know how many episodes there are. I'm sure I could look it up on uh, IMDb. Um, but the episode five dropped this past Wednesday and I, I've, I'm, so I'm totally caught up on what they've dropped. And then episode six actually drops Wednesday. <laughs> hey, um, uh, and I will say this last episode, I haven't, I wasn't as fond of as the other episodes and not for the storyline because there's a big event that happens with one of the characters, but it just didn't. It didn't come across the way the other ones did, but the, I will say overall, though, I'm really impressed with this this series. Um, the drama is is pretty real, and there are things that come up, and you don't feel like anything is far fetched in general. Let alone for that character, you're like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That 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 I understand now that character's reasons why they are this way. Um, yeah, <laughs> the show brings up a lot of really heavy topics too. The biggest topics are definitely um, race, gender, and then just status of um, I can't think of the word now, but class. class. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, class status, um, and just 
you know, what living in the right area does for you as far as your class goes. And then if you're the correct race within that area, and if you're the right gender within that area, just, just things like that, 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 that can affect your life. Um, there was an episode for Carrie Washington's character says this really great line and she's just, you know, she's fighting with Reese Witherspoon and Reese Witherspoon was like, you know, I made good choices and Carrie Washington's character turns to her. She's like, you had good choices to make. You have bad choices. You all you had good choices, and you you pick the best of the best of these best choices. Is basically what she's saying to her, and it just it brings up a lot of those kind of those topics and those arguments, and it's it's really relative to a lot of what I mean. I know right now we're all living in COVID nineteen land, but it's a lot of things that are really relevant even now. And I think these are things that in our society we're going to be dealing with and struggling with for a long time, you know, and then getting to the gender roles of things and what, how gender role competition still is quite an issue. And, and, and I remember watching certain scenes. I'm like, yeah, I remember that was kind of still a thing in the nineties. You know, it's still is definitely like guy came home from work, he ate his dinner and they went to the den and the wife still kind of picked everything up. Like still kind of was that way. I remember I was grew up in the nineties. Um, so like weird little things like that, but then also just, you know, a lot of women's rights come up in this and equality and family rights. It's, it covers a lot and it's only five episodes in, but I'm loving it. The storylines are really interesting. I'm curious to see how this is all going to kind of wrap up at the end. Um, I think Carrie Washington's performance in this is brilliant. She's spectacular actress in general, but God, she's killing it. And she's also just... She's such, she's so captivating. Like she's just, you know, you just, you, you buy into every ounce of her being that person she's portraying on the screen. And she really is, is quite spectacular. And she's just breathtaking to watch her go through these, these paces of this character that she has. So I highly recommend it guys. Check it out. It's, it's a drama for sure, but it's, it's good. It's not, you know, like a teeny bopper dramedy drama thing on the CW. No offense, Bobby. <laughs> like, it's very like it's it's a very ele- it's a very elevated <laughs> drama in comparison to what you're you're getting. But no, it's it was really good. Um, so that's little I've seen little fires everywhere. Everyone, Hulu. What was that, Bobby? I've seen part of the first episode of of it haven't had a chance to finish it and it's it's pretty cringeworthy for me to watch it honestly I've, I've been having trouble getting through it because it's some of it is like this microaggression type atmosphere going on where you know Reese Witherspoon's character will say some pretty racist stuff yeah. <laughs> and, and it's like she doesn't even know that she's saying some pretty racist stuff oh, she has and no it's clue. like oh man she's like completely oblivious to it and i'm just like oh and, and you can see it on carrie washington's face like yeah you did not just say yeah. <laughs> like she's ready to rip her hair out of the yeah. way but she's holding back but it's 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 like littered with it in within that first you know episode of just thinking she's doing something nice but it's really kind of like a backhanded way of saying you're you can't do this for yourself so here you need some help it's 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 yeah i I mean it's it's definitely interesting and i will continue with it but just within that first you know 
30 minutes, I think I've seen it's like, ooh, ooh, ouch, no, oh, oh. Yeah, <laughs> so they're, they're solid hour episodes, um, but they're yeah. good. And yeah, it's, it, and those little like things c- keep happening and it just shows the myopic world that Reese Witherspoon has grown up in and and how her character has has continued in this little tiny privileged life and she just doesn't even comprehend what it's like to be in somebody else's shoes like she's she thinks she's being nice and and she she is but she really isn't like she really doesn't understand and it kind of continues like that. I will say this has been a turning point a little bit halfway through, I think is where I'm at based on how the episode went that I watched today, the fifth episode that's out. You you see, she's starting to realize like there's just so much more. And somebody actually calls her out on it here in the fifth episode, kind of like you have no Mm. clue what it's like. Like you've you've never walked a day in anybody else. You've even pretended to try to walk half a day in somebody else's shoes. Like how could you possibly fathom a world outside of your little little bubble that you live in and it, it, it's it's a big theme throughout the whole show and yeah it was definitely like i remember watching that first watched that first episode and i was eating lunch and i was eating lunch so slowly that i was like oh that's <laughs> damn yeah another bite oh man like it was a slow lunch because i was just so engrossed i was like this is this is happening these words are coming out of her mouth yeah oh but it, it, she it, definitely doesn't know how to read the room like, no not at all it, it's like and it just keeps she going just doesn't like that know she's not aware but it's i, I gotta tell time, you like, i'm it's super horrible I'm, enjo- I'm enjoying it the hell out of it so you should watch it yasha yeah it's on hulu so yeah. it's rough yeah first. i've seen it they, they they push it really hard when they launch yeah. a new series like they that's do. all you see yeah. um <laughs> when when it's something new for hulu like it doesn't matter what you're watching before they definitely make sure that you know that they have new programming out there um so i've i've been intrigued and kind of interested but you know now i'm now i'm really interested just to hear based on michelle and bobby's reaction to it if anything just watch it for Kerry washington I'll, I'll be honest. I mean, if, if there's just you're looking for just one reason, boom, right there, Carrie Washington. Of which I love our thumbnail tonight. It's very female forward. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's uh, little fires everywhere on Hulu. What else have you watched, Michelle? You and I have watched a really awesome film, in my opinion. I'm just gonna go ahead and throw it out there and say it. Um, yeah, I kind of want you to go first because nah, I've already given out nah, nah. The, the goat now. <laughs> No, come on, you got this. What, a, what did you think of Portrait of a Lady on Fire? Okay, so yeah, and we it's recent. We watched Portrait of a Lady on Fire last night, which is also on Hulu. Man, it's a Hulu night. Hulu episode today, guys. Everybody get on Hulu. Um, so it's streaming on Hulu, and oh, it's so it's it's so good, and it's. A film that you're watching it, it's very stripped down. It's very simplistic in so many ways. Um, it, I like that there's not a ton of embellishment with the settings, with what you're seeing visually. So you can really get lost in the story that's being told. And it's about this woman who goes to a, apparently a home that's kind of either on a separate island in France or it's just on a weird location in France. It was just easier to go by boat. She gets there and it's just this house that's been living in with um, these women and they seem kind of sheltered there in a way. And 
she's there to draw a portrait for a woman who's to, is is engaged to be married to a man she's never met in Milan. And so, but she has to kind of trick this woman to, so she can, she's trying to get the painting done. And, um, but the woman doesn't need to know that the painting's happening. It's, you just kind of have to see what's going on. I'm not going to get too much in detail here, but it's about these two women. And at the core of this whole film, it's, it's a love story. And it is, it is told in such a way that just is, breathtaking without having a flourishment of, of anything it is stripped down raw emotion that is straightforward and it's oh it's just it's beautiful it's a beautiful story and it's told so well and I just I I, I loved watching it and actually it's really funny I guess I, I'm going to pull my phone here just because it's super, super, super relevant here. Hold on a second. So I'm on Twitter this morning and I guess David and I were not the only ones who watched this film last night um, because Kumal Nanjahani watched it, I guess, with his wife. And he literally, this is what his tweet this morning is. He goes, sometimes you're watching a movie and thinking, I'm watching one of my favorite movies for the very first time right now. You're already upset that you'll never be able to watch this movie for the first time ever again. Yes, I just saw a Portrait of a Lady on Fire. And yeah, it's I don't think it's my favorite movie of all time or going to be one of my absolute favorites, but it is high up there. <laughs> like I I can I can definitely call this for the top 10 film at the end of the year. It's it, wow. it is crazy. Actually, I can't because it technically was 2019, no, you, I was wasn't gonna it? Say, yeah. yeah, it was Damn last it. year. Because well, yeah. that was going to be one of my questions for you. <laughs> like, uh, this was a 2019 film, I guess technically, and it, it was popping up on a lot of it 2019 was on lists. A lot of people's 2019 my, lists. My question for you would be I mean, I don't know if you remember most of your list off the top of your head. If you, I had my notebook, you, I'd have that paper. I would imagine it would make your list, it sounds like. It would have made my list. It would have made my list. And it would. I'd have to look at the list and tell you exactly where it land, but it would definitely be in. It would be. It would have made the list for sure. Yeah. It. It was. It was. It was a damn good film, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I won't give anything away. But that ending, the last two minutes of that film are just. It's just it, it guts you, but in the best way, and that's really all I can say about that. Uh, so yeah, I watched the film as well. Uh, I mean, as we just said, it was on a ton of 2019 lists. So this is one of those movies that had that unfortunate position of, <laughs> I was going into it with ridiculous expectations. Um, because yeah, it, it, it not only was on a lot of lists, but a lot of people I respect, it was a, a lot of number one spot on a lot of lists. Um, and I say unfortunate position because expectations sometimes can kind of kill an experience for me. I think for a lot of people, unfortunately that didn't happen here. Uh, I thought the movie was incredibly good, even though I went into it really kind of wondering, is this really going to be as good as everyone <laughs> says? And there was a point, maybe a quarter of the way in, I was a little like, okay, I mean, this is good, but we'll see. But when the movie ends, it's the movie is fantastic. And uh, would it have been on my top ten list? Absolutely. I I would say well, mm -hmm. Par Parasite was my number one, right? It's kind of sad that I have one. to think about mm -hmm. that. Ah uh, man, I I don't think it would have knocked Parasite out of number one, but it probably would have been right there at number two. 
Like it, I I was very impressed. It is solid storytelling. Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Um, I don't really have much else to say it, about it beyond what you just said. It's it's funny too because I remember the first time I saw a trailer for this. It was actually at our our local art house cinema. I'm wearing I'm wearing their shirt today. Um, the Indian. And uh, I remember seeing a trailer for it at the Indian before something else we were seeing. Mm-hmm. And I will say, just based off the trailer, I was very like, yeah, this looks like a movie that's trying too hard. <laughs> like, like, it just wants to be important, and uh, it's probably not that good. Because I also didn't really care for, I remember... I remember when I saw the trailer, not caring for the aesthetic of it. I remember thinking it looked almost too clean. Mm-hmm. But then, like, the reviews started pouring in, and I'm like, really? That movie? <laughs> I'm like, all right, I guess I got to see it. And yeah, I got to say, I I thought it was a, a really great love story. Yeah. Uh, and again, you know, I maybe even halfway in, maybe eh, probably a quarter of the way in, as a love story, I was still going... I don't know about this. Like, this is really going to be one of the best love stories on film, and that's the kind of stuff I'd been hearing. Mm-hmm. I I would say so. Yeah, when it when it was all said and done, yeah, it it pulled it off. So that's a movie that uh, was very recently in theaters, finally wide release here in the U.S. And then with everything going on, it's suddenly found itself on you can digitally purchase it and it is available on hulu to watch so if you have a hulu subscription i i can't recommend it enough i i would definitely recommend portrait of a lady on fire and i mean just yeah it's like it it does look very simplistic and now having seen the film i understand it's because the director wanted to strip away anything that would deter you from what's happening with the two main characters like that is where you were laser focused is on them. You're not paying attention to the fact that they're in this huge chateau and there's nothing really happening on the walls. There's not a lot of furniture. You're not, you the music is really great in that you don't, you're constantly paying attention to the music that's happening. You are so captivated and engrossed in the situation with these two women that I'm glad that everything is stripped down the way that it is because you, all the attention is on them and on their love story and it is it's great it's it's really fantastic storytelling like it's yeah it is <laughs> really good <laughs> what was that Bobby? sorry i just i i don't know why I, I really do not know why but as michelle's talking about it i'm thinking about the movie for some reason <laughs> and it just struck me as funny uh I felt like if Carlton saw the movie, he'd have a lewd comment about it. <laughs> really? <laughs> I don't know why. Well, I mean, I know why, but it just knowing some of the things he looks for in certain movies and, and what he's said about things in the past, I, I just feel like he'd have something, you know, something toward to say about the ah. film. With those actresses, and yeah, um, I, I mean, I can see a lot of people would go to that almost instantaneously. But I, I gotta yeah. say, this you're watching this love story, and any human being that's ever been in love can relate to this love story. Yeah, I mean, and again, those last two minutes, the whole film is spectacular. I'm not deterring from that. Those last two minutes, it, it just the dagger goes into your heart and it twists, but you kind of love that feeling that you're having, and you want to keep twisting. 
it's that good. So do you guys recognize the, the actress that plays the, the painter from anything? Because when I watched the movie, the whole time when I was looking at her, I felt like either I've seen her in something else before or she reminded me of some other actress, but I couldn't, I was never able to place it in terms of who she reminded me of or what I, what I might've seen her in. Not from her credits. When I looked on IMDb, I don't think I recognized her from anything else she's been in, but she just has this face that I feel like, oh, she kind of reminded me of someone, but never was able to place it. Yeah. Did did we live audio on Yasha? Oh yeah. Yasha's still there. Is is he not? Hey, buddy. No, we can't hear you anymore. Oh, no. (laughs) I was thinking, I was like, he's so quiet. Yeah. Uh, Um, So the lady plays. Oh, there you are. Oh, there you are. All right. (laughs) So Naomi Merlant's. Naomi. Sorry. Naomi. Naomi Merlant. Um, I got to see. Let's see. Fortune of a Lady on Fire. I'm just looking to see if anything pops out of my head. Yeah. I mean, I I will say actually she didn't look familiar to me. I hadn't. I okay. don't think I've seen her in anything before. And I'm also looking at her IMDb now as well. And I'm not. No, yeah. Nothing is. is yeah, I don't know what all. it was. And nothing's popping out in my once in a lifetime. Oh, hey now, hold up. Maybe someday it'll come to me. But yeah, um, it was Another just French film gnawing at me the no, entire I, time. I, I thought you were going to say something about the mother, which I immediately recognized. Oh yes. Um, yeah. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't realize she was in this movie. Was that Val- Valeria Golino? Yeah, when she popped on screen, I was like, I didn't even know she was in this movie. I and was it like, was almost oh even a, a second hesitation of like, wait, that is her, right? It, like, it, yeah. It took like it was like immediately I recognized her, and then I started doubting myself. Like, wait, maybe no, maybe it's just somebody that looks like her. Nope. And then I realized, yeah, nope. that's definitely that her. That is her. That is her. She plays the Contessa. Right. La mm-hmm. Contessa. Wow. Yeah. I was, it took me a second, but I was like, oh my God, I, did, I, I had no idea she was in it. Right. And the fact that they were able to bring forward her knowledge of language in this film, multiple languages, I was like, oh God, this woman, mm. like, oh, of course she was like the, anyways, yeah, yeah. she's a hottie and she always will What be. do you think so better it's awesome. for you, for you and David, Michelle, what do you think's a better love story? Uh, this or Michelle's like, what are you going to say? I have an idea, or, actually. Uh, oh, what do you think? Uh, I thought you were going to say, uh, call me by your name. There you go. Wow, look at you. Damn. <laughs> I'm so good at this. <laughs> well, two reasons why. One, because it's kind of a, it's a coming of age, but it's also a love story. And two, because mm. there's rumors now that there's a sequel to that mm-hmm. film. So what do I think David would prefer more, this or Portrait of Lady on Fire or Calling By Your Name? Are you just asking both of us? Yeah, yeah, both of you. Yeah. Well, what do or, you think? And, and not necessarily mm-hmm. as a movie per se, but just as a great love story kind of between characters. As, as a great love story, Portrait of Lady on Fire, for sure. I would agree with that. As far as a love story, if, if that's going to be the focus, the as far as like, is huge. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's like David was saying, like this movie got, it, it was, it was really highly rated. It's been heavily talked about and toted around town. And I even, I'm with David. Like when it started, I was kind of like, man, this movie better not suck. And <laughs> <laughs> this better not like, suck. <laughs> like, and I was kind of with him like a quarter way in. I was like, mm, we'll see this could be going 
better maybe i guess i don't want to say better but it was more just like i feel like we've just seen most of the trailer Mm. already and so i was kind of like what is gonna happen in the next i'll say two-thirds of the film like i was kind of like what's gonna happen that that first third of that movie i was kind of like and i mean it just once it, it it gets to a certain point in this film and and i can't i think it's gonna it's funny when i say point it gets to a certain point in this film i think that point is gonna be different for every single viewer when they watch this movie everybody's gonna say oh well when it got to this point that's when this movie clicked with me and the person's gonna say oh well for me it was this scene and for me it was this and i think it's gonna be a different point in the film for almost every person who watches this movie and i think that's good that that's good storytelling for me in my opinion and I, I also think it's a movie, and I, I guess you could say this about any kind of film, but especially movies like this are the kind where I feel like it's either going to speak to you or it's not. And it's a very distinct possibility. You'll watch this and go, yeah, I mean, it was fine, but was it that good, everybody? Like, come on. I, I, <laughs> I, I would not be shocked by many people I know having that kind of reaction to this. And I think it says something that a lot of people, a lot of critics have had a really positive reaction to it. I, and I agree with, I think most of them that it, I think it's a great movie, but it's not the kind of film, maybe like a great action film, like a mission impossible fallout that I think you could go, Hey, you are going to love this. You got to see this no matter what. And, you know, sure. You might watch this movie and go, eh, come on guys. It's not that great, but it spoke to me and it obviously it spoke to you, Michelle. And I, I think it spoke, spoken to a lot of people. I, I thought it was excellent. So. I, I say, I probably am not as high on it as you and Michelle, but I really did enjoy it a lot. And I think that I was like you two in that for the first part of it, you're like, okay, this is pretty good. And, I think honestly, what pushes it into that next area, that that territory of being something great, is those last few minutes, really, uh, because that's when so much other stuff happens, and there's so much context there that really sells it. Uh, you know, everything that comes before, and it, it's it's engrossing in that way that it feels so real. And the way it plays out. So I think that's what really pushes it to for me into an area that makes it why everyone is loving it to the degree that they are. Because the the buildup of it and the initial love story that you're getting there is paced to a certain way that, you know, it, it it's not something that is rushed into and it, it takes its time in telling it within the movie as an actual story and within the time frame of the, the runtime of the movie, it, it takes, you know, a certain amount of time for all these things to happen. But I think as Michelle said, once that point happens, then you're like, okay, you're, you're super locked in and then it just becomes something else. And it's pretty riveting at that point to where everything unfolds. And yeah, I'd, I'd agree. There's, there's something special about it for sure. So, uh, yeah, that's Portrait of a Lady on Fire again on Hulu. If you haven't checked it out, I think uh, we all recommend it. Yasha, you think you might watch it? Yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> He's like, well, yeah, at this point, <laughs> I have to. 
See, what I will do is when I hear that a movie is good, I will actually take the time to watch it. That or a show. I'll do that as well with shows. Do you do that with shows? Oh, wow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I feel like there's some attacking. I didn't know where you were. I feel like there's some attacking happening right now. Wow. If you're wow. going to softball it in there for if you're wow. going to softball it in there, I'm going to go ahead and take it and run with it. Bobby knew where I was going with it right away. I didn't. Like, I, know I didn't. I, I didn't know. No. no. I was, I, you, caught, you caught me on it. You caught me on it. All right. Look, I'm going to make, I'm going to say this right here now this week i will watch at least an episode of breaking bad at least one and uh we'll see after i watch one episode and i mean this you know normally we we all say this i will give a show three episodes this is a show that apparently is so good it better lock me in after one episode I'm not saying after one episode. It didn't episode. let me in after one. I, I'm not saying I won't continue yeah, to watch it if it doesn't, but I'll be curious. Like yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to watch at least one. We'll see if I watch more, if I'm pulled in so much after one that I want to watch more of it. But all right, I will watch an episode this week of Breaking Bad. It will happen. Well, the, oh, and, and the good news that. to that is the good news to that actually probably happening is because Dave and I have been kind of keeping on other things that are streaming and things that are dropping online. We're kind of a running out of things. So kind of, yeah. still playing. I, I, I really want, I really, I really hope both yeah. of you watch it because Michelle, I think that you're going to absolutely love the show as well. Um, I, I have a sad I mean, feeling. I, I, I probably really do. <laughs> I probably I think will. you're both going to love it. And I think, I think David wants you like, I mean, it's the, I, I'm not going to lie. The first two, the first, first two or three episodes, they're a little slow and it's a little hard to get going, but after the fourth or fifth episode, when you're watching it, you're sucked in, and it's it it's gonna pretty much take over after that. It's yeah. damn good. It is damn good. Bobby, would you agree? Yeah, uh, completely. Uh, it, you get locked in after about four or five, and then it's just it's, you're off to the races after that, and, and then mm-hmm. it never really lets up. So, but yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. All right, this week. But yes, uh, to answer your question a little bit more uh, seamlessly, yes, David, I will probably watch Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Um, I'm interested to hear and see what this this movie is really about, especially uh, since I'll watch anything and I'll watch everything. Um, But yeah, you guys, the 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 glowing reviews that you you all have given it has has definitely piqued my curiosity, and I definitely want to give it a shot. Well. You mentioned something real quick, yeah. and and I'm kind of curious. Um, it's at least in the flow that we talked about within this episode, and maybe sometimes before. It seems as though. Um, let me see if I get get got this right. There's a lot of things that you and Michelle see together. There's things that David. It sounds like. You watch that Michelle watches, but are there some things that Michelle watches that you don't watch? Is that because did you watch um, Little Fires? No, I didn't watch any of that. And a lot of that is 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 due to um, the situation we're in right now with quarantine. Um, My job, I'm I'm currently working three days a week. Hmm. (laughs) So um, there's I have two full days to myself. So. yeah, I mean, well, David's at work. I, 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 I can watch whatever I want to watch, you know. And for the first like week or two, I was catching up on like 
I have one show that I watch on NBC and one show I watch on ABC. And so I caught up on those like a week or two ago. And then it was like little fires dropped. And I was like, oh, yeah, I want to watch that. And so I started that up on, I think, Friday, actually. So I've watched five episodes since just since Friday. That's how much I've enjoyed the show. Um, But yeah, so I've had I've had a little bit of opportunity with this quarantine thing since my job isn't a full 40 hours anymore right now. Currently, Um, I've had the opportunity to. To, to to watch a few things so and i've, I've also just been sense. putting in like things that i like love to watch you know like movies that i'm like oh yeah i've seen this movie a million times i'm just putting in the background because i'm doing laundry you know like just doing things you do but yeah i just have more time than he does sometimes right now yeah i mean right now i'm i am in a position where i'm I, I work at an is one of what is considered an essential job. So I mean, I, so far my jobs have been unaffected. I still work in five days a week. I I would love to have time to watch more stuff at home. <laughs> he's like <laughs> um, he's like, is it forty hours essential? I, and I say that, and I am very <laughs> thankful yeah. that I am able to work as much yeah. as I am. I want to be clear. <laughs> there are, uh, right. there are unfortunately a lot of people in not great positions because of what's happening, and uh, I don't want to make it sound like, uh, man, I wish I could sit around at home. No, 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 no. Yeah. That's not not what I'm saying. But of course, I wish I had time to watch more stuff. But this week I will watch Breaking Bad. So <laughs> I will say that right now. So, um, real, real quick yeah, before real we quick. wrap everything up. I was just going to say, so our little art house theater, and I talked about this in last week, the Indian. They have been, um, you can pay to stream movies that they would actually normally have at their, in the theater. Uh, art house films that most people would probably never see, you know, normally. Well, because the theaters are closed, it's closed, but they started doing streaming. And then the first week they had one movie and the last week they dropped two more. Well, now they're up to like six movies. Um, you can go to their website and you can pay. And then a, a large chunk of the money is going straight to the Indian to help keep the art house alive during this time frame to give their employees. I think they're trying to pay their employees um, half of what they normally wow. would make in a week because these are people that they love what they do. They love their job. They love the art house. And so they're trying to just give them money, even though they don't need them there. You know, they have a great little bar that's outside and restaurant. And you actually get to, to eat and drink while you're watching movies there. It's, it's really an awesome place. Um, but they've got all these movies. And I'll be honest, like, I kind of want to stream one or two of these movies this week. <laughs> like, I'm curious about Corpus Christi. They have a movie called Extraordinary. They have one called Sorry We Missed You. Another one's called And Then We Danced. And the ones that I was curious about prior to this, the one that started this whole situation when they first started this was the movie called St. Francis. And it's a coming of age film. And I think David would actually really like this movie. So that's probably the one I'll, I'll stream if we get to one this week. Um, but there's another one called Once Once We're Brothers, Robbie Robertson and the Band. And that one actually looks really good too. So I'd like to see that one. But I'll, I'll be honest, if I do one, if we, if we just finally jump in and bite down on on renting one of these movies, it's probably going to be St. Francis. So um, I wonder if I'm sure there's other art houses across the nation that are also doing a similar program where you can stream it and the proceeds are going to the art house itself. I, I, I can't imagine that our one little art house here in Orlando, Florida came up with this idea. But um, yeah, I, I think it's it's pretty cool that they're doing this. And I hope that other art houses all over the nation are doing this so that they can help keep their facility alive and going and that way when you know we all bounce back from this crazy situation they can just pick up and kind of keep running so 
Anyways, that's my rant for the day. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Uh, anybody got anything else before we wrap things up? Huh? Yeah. yeah, but it no, would take buddy. too long. So. <laughs> it would take too long. <laughs> it would take too long. Maybe we could do, do a short or something this week. Be like tomorrow or something. Of course, I'm curious what it is. Yeah, no. But, uh, oh, um, it, it's just an update on a whole bunch of movies that have moved dates. Oh, uh, yeah. movies and all that stuff. But. Yeah, we've had a lot of that. And I mean, yeah, it, it's uh, a lot of times more recently in this show, we've been talking a lot about news and what's going on. Uh, I think because we're all watching a lot more with with our current situation. We've, so much time. We've been devoting so much time to the things we've been watching. I mean, maybe next week uh, we'll, we'll, of course, still touch on stuff we've been watching. But maybe on our next episode, we'll we'll kind of explore some of the news of everything going on. Uh, not only some of the dates that have been moved, but how this is affecting the industry. I mean, there's, yeah, there's a lot of news on that. There's a lot of news on that. I've seen rumblings about the idea of, you know, if some of these theaters will even be able to reopen when this is all said and done. And I mean, that could have a huge effect on the industry, depending on uh, the, the size of some of these theater yeah. chains. Uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot of interesting stuff that we could discuss and uh, maybe we'll touch on some of that next week. Um, I'll say first, it's this has been kind of a trial run of seeing everybody here on camera for the first time, and uh, it's good to see you guys. It's I, so nice to see, to see them. Like, I'm like, I can see them. I have a screen behind my camera, and I'm like, there's Bobby. Like, I can see you. It's so awesome. <laughs> You're so happy. I'm so happy. I love it. Um, yeah, it's good to see you guys. Uh, we're going to continue to kind of, you know, uh, tweak things as uh, we do this live stream and get a little better at it. And I know I'm new at this, uh, doing video switching. This is this is a first for me. I'm an audio guy. Video is a whole new world. Um, but yeah, it's good to see you guys on here. Uh, we will surely continue to do this um, with that. Uh, I think it's I think it's time to go time to wrap things up um as always we would love to hear back from everyone listening and watching you can email us at feedback at flickereffect.com we are also on instagram and twitter at flicker underscore effect and on youtube at youtube.com forward slash flicker effect i'm david lott i'm bobby jackson i'm yasha wilson and i'm michelle hillard bye everybody bye